Sally Hodel says this, the truth is elusive in the Elvis world. Hunting for it is both fascinating and frustrating. So many people who are privileged enough to be in Elvis's world for days or decades have inflated their stories or even blatantly lied about the man to further their own importance within history. Many untruths have been accepted as fact, and many myths have come to represent the image of Elvis in mainstream America. My heart's going pit to pat to pit to pat. Okay. Why did you do a British accent? Because <laughs> that's how they do it. All right. Oh my goodness. Hi. Hey. Oops. <laughs> Please. What? Did you hear that? My phone vibrated. So, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. After all I, this time. After all this time. Anyways, I'm so excited. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Mary. We never talk anymore. Girl, imagine. I feel like everybody, nobody thinks this. Nobody thinks about us, actually. Like, we think they do, but they don't. But people exactly. do ask you sometimes if we're still friends, just because we don't really, we haven't recorded a podcast. We stopped doing live. Well, not for any particular reason. We just fell off, we, the, rail. off the rail. Yeah, we face, we literally, me and Maggie FaceTime every single day. We just don't Without do phones. lives. Yeah, we're besties. I think it's because of school and also the fact that thinking of a topic every time and like staying committed to one topic and also not like being un like being unfiltered and stuff it's obviously quite like hard for us. Don't, yeah, some people aren't into it, which is fine. But like, yeah, I think this is our comeback special, and I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, we can't say that we're gonna have a uh a schedule or anything about uploading but we'll we'll come at you guys hopefully more frequently than once a year because that's literally i mean that, happy 2022 i mean it's a good start yeah for, for you true hope you guys had a good holiday season um i'm excited i don't even know what to say um, well, Elvis's birthday just happened. It didn't. It happened a while ago. It happened a while ago. We're recording this on, what's today, the 28th or the 27th? Something like that? It's the 29th where I am because it's like 3 a.m. But I guess oh, it's period. Like the 28th. Yeah, the 28th, 29th. Um, but Maggie, did you celebrate Elvis's birthday in any special way? Um, I think I did. I definitely watched some documentary about him that I it's one of my favorites I can't remember what it's called though I think it's called The King Returns or something like that probably oh I know what you mean is that the one that we used to talk about um and they talk about the colonel in the beginning yeah I think we mentioned it in one of the podcasts don't we talk about documentaries in one of these I don't know I have no idea it's been so long we could do that we could if we haven't but I think we have okay period but that's a good one. I forgot about that one. Also, it's free on YouTube. So if you guys want to watch it. Yeah. A lot of really good ones are free on YouTube and people don't know about them or like just mm-hmm. don't watch them. I mean, some of them are really long. Like the Mafia one, I saw it was like four hours. But you can watch it <sighs> in like parts if you wanted to, like a series or something. What ever happened to that Netflix series that we're going to do? Girl, I don't, what's it called? King Uncovered? Girl, it's Agent, not that. Agent King. Agent <laughs> King. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> King Uncovered. King Uncovered. What does that mean? That's one. Like that's not great. Girl, literally. No, but I swear Priscilla said something about it like a, a few months ago. Like she brought it back up, and yeah, I remember like, overhyping it. It's like God, it was supposed to come out in like 2018. Literally, and I honestly, I remember Alexa, um, Elvis Energy on Instagram. She you has some. No, I like. I remember her saying, um, she posted like Priscilla's post or whatever on her story about yeah. that, about that. And she was saying how like, she's not like unpopular opinion, but she is not looking forward to it or 
I don't want to, this isn't a direct, it's not a direct quote, but basically what she was saying was like. Some people had different opinions. A lot of people said this, so it's just not her specifically, but a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's just where I saw it first. Um, Yeah. But yeah, she was saying she wasn't looking forward to it because she thinks that this is going to push Elvis. I mean, it's a cartoon. Like, it's going to push Elvis's image that we're trying to kind of, like, strip away from. And that's just pushing it out there even more to, like, a new generation. Not that everybody's going to be watching this, this, but she she made a good point. This is actually such an interesting topic to me because I don't, well, I don't disagree, but I also disagree in that I think Elvis himself would have loved this. He loved being a superhero. He would have loved to be in a cartoon, like, about him. Whether it was, like, true to his life or not doesn't matter. Like, girl, he would have loved it. Like, yeah happen like ever since he was a kid he's into that sort of thing but yeah that's a good point the execution absolutely matters and like if it comes out in our lifetime i can't wait to like see it and maybe we could review it or something i think that would be fun yeah we should do that i definitely think it's gonna be actually i have no idea because isn't it supposed to be like a detective moment like what don't know i think he's meant to be a detective or a secret agent or something i really don't know and i can't say whether i think it's going to be good or bad because yeah you never know I, I don't think they even dropped a trailer the only thing they dropped was no. a picture um of like a it was like a concept art i don't even think that was the art style they're going to actually do i'm right. really scared that my mic is hitting this wire um i don't i don't know if it is but if it is i'm terribly sorry we're guys we're trying to get back into this as best as we can so yeah, the sound quality isn't it i'm sorry yeah it will improve with time once again we're just learning it again and again relearning it every time we do it um true upcoming elvis stuff there's that tom hanks thing coming yeah I, I was just about to bring that up to you because they did drop the trailer for that oh i haven't seen it you haven't it's actually i mean it's supposed to come out in june of this year so it's soon oh, that's soon yeah, they oh, wow. they're dropping it in June of 2022. And honestly, the trailer doesn't allude to much, but it gave okay. me chills. It gave me chills just the way that they like use oh. Elvis's music in it and then also just like the they tell the story, honestly. It's really it is I really know. it looks really interesting. I've been anticipating it and I know a lot of people have as well, but I don't even want to like guess at what it's going to be about or guess right. at, like how it's going to do because i just want to go see it with like a clear mind and just like, enjoy it i'm not gonna yeah. try and critique it before it comes out like i haven't even seen the trailer so you know yeah. i know a lot of people have different opinions on like they shouldn't even do it or like they should mm-hmm. do it but they're gonna have to do it like this for it to be good and i think yeah we all have our opinions on like what they should do and what we would want to see but like i'm 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 just ready to to delve in i would love to see it on a big screen after covid as well yes like i'm i'm very excited True. And it's it's really cool that Elvis is even being thought of still. And we know that he is. But it's cool that a big person like Boz Lerman is making a movie about yeah. Elvis. And also, I think, like, at the end of the day, if you follow Boz Lerman on Instagram or keep up with his kind of journey in making this film, you can see that he's an Elvis fan. And he's not going to, like, do Elvis dirty by making this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so is Tom Hanks. I mean, in plenty yeah. of Tom Hanks movies, he's singing Elvis. He's talking about Elvis. I mean, right. not even just Forrest Gump. In a lot of – in, like, Castaway as well, there's an Elvis song at the end. In, like, a lot of his movies, I'm not going to list them, but, like, Tom Hanks right. has been surrounding the Elvis world for a long time anyway. Right. Um, so I think people who like him like that won't do him dirty. And also, Tom Hanks did an interview a while ago. I remember seeing, and he he says like, "It's gonna be good." Like, <laughs> like I want to believe him. Yeah, and I think coming from Tom Hanks, like, girl, if it was if yeah. it was fishy or something, like if they were trying to do something <laughs> that's like, if they were trying to do something that's like, okay, we're gonna be telling this side of the, you know, like something like that. I feel like they would be very open about it. But yeah. Not like saying that there's not going to be things that we as Elvis fans or enthusiasts or whatever you call yourself find maybe problematic or things that our generation is going to find on or find problematic within the film. But like overall, I think their their intentions are good and they want to like put Elvis in a good light. So I think that's a good a good place to be. I'm super excited because, I mean, if we think back to, like, the earliest Elvis film, which was obviously, like, Elvis on tour and things like that. Yeah. That, like, showed him, period, like, just doing his thing. Even, like, the comeback special, I would consider, like, 
a documentary in its own right about Elvis. Like if you really want to, you can see his character in it if you really want to. You know what I mean? Like you can exactly. find things in there of dialogue and like his sense of humor, his like sense of humility is such a big deal uh, to me especially because so many big celebrities I mean there's no one bigger than Elvis there hasn't been and there probably won't be but like so many big celebrities obviously forget that and take themselves way too seriously it's like who do you think you are right now like but Elvis like yeah knew his roots like not to preach this every fucking episode sorry I swore but um, (laughs) girl please I think it's cool that like the progression of Elvis in film has like come back again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and if you, yeah. If you think about it, there's a lot, there has been a lot of Elvis biopics made over the years. Oh my God. And, and there I mean, are some good ones. There are, like, I'm going to say there it. There are some bad ones. <laughs> like, there are some really bad ones. But if you think about like, I've heard, I actually haven't seen it, but the Kurt Russell one I've heard is really good. Oh, I've seen clips of it, definitely. I think I watched it so long ago, but you know when your dad makes you watch stuff when you're a kid and you're like, whatever, like... Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for real. I've I've definitely seen clips of it since, and I've heard great things about... This is Elvis? Is that what it's called? No. Yeah, this is... This is well, no. yeah. It's different than it's different than the Kurt Russell one, but this is all. This is really good. I think That's it's also, it, yeah, I think it's a little bit of a quirkier one. It definitely is, but it's cool because it's made so close to his time of death. I think it was eighty one or eighty two. So there's just a lot of like Graceland and Memphis history, and yeah, then it's like a cool one. Um, yeah, I think a lot of them. It, when you watch a lot of them, a lot of them are the same. I think it gets boring. So stuff like that For is real. Like refreshing to see. Like, oh, it's different takes. Yes. Like, like um, what was the one about his gospel side, uh, the searcher? Oh, I, I literally one. have that one. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people found that to be so different because it had his gospel roots. And one I really like, which oh my god, I can't remember the name of, but I think it's the one I was just talking about. Anyway, they have like clips of him speaking, which a lot of them lack. I think of like Elvis's actual POV. Like obviously, do a lot of interviews with people he knew, like people who worked with him or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I think like adding clips of just him talking is so nice because like Elvis on tour. No, exactly. It's just nice to hear him talk, but it's also like an insight i don't know it's so rare to get that like it's it's rare for people to people will be quick to rely on everybody else's like opinions or quotes or like sources from books or whatever but it's like as as much as we're trying to figure out about elvis like his human side and what he thought about everything it is kind of rare for people to even post an excerpt with like one of Elvis's quotes and not a quote from like a book or something yeah I mean I remember being shocked when I first watched this documentary because it's Elvis speaking and I'd never heard it before when I first watched it obviously and it was him saying oh the movies like he's talking about how much he hated doing the movies which obviously we know anyway yeah from, like word word of mouth and rumors but from his right. mouth like being recorded saying that I feel like he was so private about that side and like publicly he was like no I love it like you know what I mean yes At yeah at least to a degree like obviously he wasn't out here like dissing his movie career publicly mm-hmm. but to right. me that it's like oh he, maybe he was you know what I mean definitely and there's I've even heard like interviews of him saying like you know like in the mid 60s when the movies were really bad when he was just like oh like it's just like it takes a lot of work to be a good actor like it takes a lot of training which I don't have it takes so I mm-hmm. It's it's sad to hear him, like, almost put himself down or, like, he has yeah. to find an excuse to be, like, this is why things are like they are because he can't say, like, he can't say the truth about why things are like they right. are. He just has to make up, like, and then he puts himself down. So hearing those quotes, and I also think it's very interesting and very sad on a bit because, girl, can I speak? Because... <laughs> Those parts of Elvis on tour um, that he was talking like it, it made me physically ill because I didn't want to get up every yeah, day and do insane. that crap. It didn't even make it into the into the film. They cut it like they didn't even use that's it. The clip, that's the clip I'm talking about. Is that yeah? Literal clip of him saying it made me physically ill. I was literally throwing up and I just didn't know what to do. Like when I first heard that, obviously in the documentary, not even in the cut scene, I was like, 
bruh like why were they hiding this like obviously yeah. i know why they were hiding it but it's just really interesting like nowadays if you watch a biopic of like a modern celebrity it's all about oh fame is a prison like woe is me yes like but yeah. elvis is so like insistent on being like no it's for the fans they must not see any like issues no flaws like in the sense of, like i want to appear as though it's like I want to do this forever like it's my passion which of course it is his passion but at the end of the day he it's clear he lost his spark especially for acting like over time like he literally lost his almost naivete that you want if you want to be like a Hollywood I mean at the start if you look at like King Creole you can see his like spark is like I love right yeah he wants to learn he wants to be James Dean he wants to be Marlon Brando and things like that and then when you go to interviews and him spoiling Blue Hawaii before it comes out or like just not caring about the plot at all understandably because if you wanted to be a serious actor you wouldn't so it's like you lose that sort of like innocence and like that excitement around it because it just becomes a job rather than I I mean he wanted to be an actor first and foremost anyways but like literally dwindling is that the right word I don't know just the harshness of like seeing the reality that like he would never be like what he wanted to be yeah it is kind of like a prison honestly because I don't know like I don't know it's it's what was I even gonna say girl right now (laughs) I yeah I think you can kind of see like him shutting down for sure like yeah it's just even in the films like people will say like oh but like even though the plots are really horrible and really cheesy like he still did a really good job and like I love Elvis and I'll be the first to say like yes he he did the best he could under the circumstances he was in but girl like they were not good and he was not good and we know that he could have been better because we see things like we see things like King Creole. We see things even Love potential. Me Tender. Potential. So much potential. And I love talking about this because in Love Me Tender, his first film, it's not one of my favorites. It It is good. It is, But it's not one of my favorites. And it's yeah, not, not one of his. You're right. It's not. It's not one of his best either because it's his first thing. It's his right. like introduction into the Hollywood scene. But when you think about the scenes with him like screaming at Kathy and like the scenes of him yeah, like fighting with his brother. Something. Yes. I'm like, okay, so maybe this isn't perfect, but it shows how far he could go if he had training and if he had time and if he had like attention good given script. to him. Good script, yes. good directors, good yes. actors and actresses, great encouragement. You can yeah. see it. Like, he's giving Marlon, he's giving James Dean, he's channeling them, obviously, his idols. Definitely, definitely. Like, and you can watch very early um, footage of other actors who, like, blossomed as time went on, and you got to see them blossom and change their style. Yes. Like, you look at yes. really early stuff of, say, I'm, I don't even have an example right now, but another famous actor, I don't even know. You, yeah. you can see how, like, different genres different direction different plots they are going to put more effort like Leonardo DiCaprio he's always been a good actor right but Mm -hmm. if you watch some of his more juvenile things you're like oh he's really improved since that you know what I mean yeah he's just a random example I don't know you say that to anyone but with Elvis it's like he got stagnant because all of them are directed by either Hal Wallace or the other guy. <laughs> it's like, okay, right. they all have the same plot. They all have the same soundtrack, basically. They're all made yeah. to produce music um, right. to keep Elvis albums coming. And they all suck. Like, I just, and, you know, objectively, obviously, you can watch them and get entertainment value from them. I think there's a huge element of escapism to For chill sure. out and watch Viva Las Vegas. I mean, I would arguably watch that over a lot of classics sometimes yeah i agree enjoyment to be had. and i'm not saying oh my god they're awful like the acting girl you know what i mean no like 60s rom-com or whatever like exactly so many of them fit that classic 60s groovy yeah. like groovy baby yeah moment. i honestly think they're enjoyable on a basis level but objectively they're not great and i think elvis could have objectively been great if they really wanted to make that happen Definitely. And he would have been the first to agree. And there are many accounts of him saying, like, don't oh, watch my movies. They suck. I don't want to see them. They suck. I don't like don't yeah, put them on. Don't talk to them. me about them. Exactly. Because he knew. And like it it's 
I mean, like, I act, obviously, I'm a theater arts major, and, like, I already don't like seeing myself, like, do anything, like, I don't like listening to myself or watching myself or whatever, but, like, knowing that you're acting in something that you just know, like, you can't even is care about so, it. yeah, it's so, like, not in a bad way, but for lack yeah. of, like, a better phrase, I like, mean, beneath him, because if you think about, like, people like the Beatles and, like, people like Bob Dylan and all these people in the 60s popping off, using their voices, using their talent for good, and then Elvis is over here singing to dogs in an airplane, like, it's right. humiliating. It's humiliating it as somebody who's deemed the king of rock and roll to be doing this stuff. Thank you. I mean, that's a quote from some somebody, I can't remember who, but she says, like, this is how you do your geniuses. Like, you call him a genius, you call him yeah. an icon, and you're treating him like he's some puppet, like, you're lame. I was just going to say, I think films, for example, The Trouble with the Girls, one of my probably least favourites, if I'm not going to lie, but you watch that scene when he's with, um, what's her name, sorry, on stage? Um, oh, um, oh, I know who you mean. Oh, M- Marion Manson, Marion Manson, something like that. Marilyn Manson, girl. Girl, please. <laughs> Marion Man- Man- Mason? Uh, anyway, yeah. his co-star, and he's having the best time because he's you can tell. Fun. Yeah. But, I mean, for, like, to contrast, in some movies, he's not even putting effort into the soundtrack. Like, I'm not going to say his voice is bad, but you can tell he doesn't care about the lyrics. He doesn't care about the song. He is not putting his heart and soul into that. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Literally. Always going to sound good. Oh, that's Elvis. Like, he doesn't sound bad, but he's not putting his mm-hmm. heart and soul. It doesn't sound good, Queen. Like, some yeah. of the songs on the soundtrack are hard to listen to for a lot oh, for of sure. movies for me because it's like, girl, it, this is bad. Like, <laughs> for sure. I mean, yeah. the worst being Old McDonald Heart of Farm so I mean, bad if yeah even watching that scene hurts like yeah i mean what about the one in Char- not charo stay away joe about the ball oh yeah oh dominic he hated that dominic he yeah. actually requested don't put this on the album release i will yeah. kill you and they Girl. Did it, obviously <laughs> after he died they did so yeah you know, that's fair enough but like in his life, that never got released as, like, an album or a single or anything, because literally he was like, this is the worst. <laughs> it made me laugh so bad. I think, like, I think, like, knowing Elvis um, and knowing that he was someone who was so driven by passion and by trying to make other people happy and entertain other people with his work mm-hmm. and keep them focused on his work, I think that that was such, probably such a huge, definitely such a huge like season of depression like I just feel like the 60s Mm. for him were so depressing because he knew what he was putting out was not what he was capable of he was literally yeah it was not quality he was literally a caged like puppet like you were saying yeah he's literally being used and so I I mean wooden heart he literally is a puppet in geo blues like girl it's just like and I don't know, like, every now and then, like, G.I. Blues is fun, and I'll be the first to admit it, girl, I like G.I. Blues, and so every you now and then, fun. yeah, like, movies. exactly, a movie like that, like, a weird, crazy movie every, every once in a while wouldn't be that bad, but when it turns out that, exactly, <laughs> every single one is the same, I can't imagine getting up every day and doing something that I literally hate and feel no fulfillment doing. And just yeah. doing it for eight years. And also being a waste of talent. Yes. Waste. Can you imagine Literally. taking someone, I don't even have an example once again, ladies and gentlemen, but taking someone like that in their prime and saying, all right, we're going to put you on a bicycle and we're going to watch you fucking eat shit on the bicycle. Like, <laughs> why? Literally. Like, it's and because... I know there's redeeming qualities in the movies. You can always, always argue that. I mean, you Definitely. know, he had fun with the co-stars. You know, he had, you know, some bands. Um, yeah. But I just think, how heartbreaking. Anyway. <laughs> no, literally. Literally. It's it's sad. It is sad. And I always, I kind of wonder, like, what would Elvis have been doing in the 60s if he wasn't doing movies? I think it's really hard to compete with the Beatles at that time for him, it is really hard. It was really hard to compete yeah. with them because they were obviously up and coming and it seemingly was like 
quicker than Elvis, right? It was like, mm-hmm. okay, Elvis, you came out. You you came out. Congratulations. Girl, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Elvis came out in a time where there was no – there was no such thing as a rock star idol. Yes, right. came out and did that. And then the Beatles, obviously – I mean, people obviously know this, but, like, they started yeah. because of Elvis, obviously. Um, right. But when they came on the scene, there was room then for more people to – be the next Elvis right people, you know what I mean? and there were right. four of them they're writing their own lyrics they're in movies too but their movies are like written by them they're interesting they're like yes about them they're comedies you know what I mean they're like you know whatever you could argue I mean some people hate the Beatles but that's neither here nor there yeah but you like you have to yeah yeah I mean it's cheesy, but everything, what's it, to each a season or to everybody, there's a season for everything. Like, it wasn't Elvis's season at that point. Yeah, but when it exactly. was his season in 68 and 69, when he came back with such force, oh. he literally came right back on top. Like, he came, he yeah. was caged I mean, away, and he came right back. You can consider Elvis to be a 50s star. Obviously, that's the most, like, typical Elvis time frame of like you picture him you picture him in the 50s I mean maybe mm-hmm. not Elvis fans but like a random person on the street you say Elvis and they're like oh yeah either that fat caricature guy who died on the toilet or you picture a 50s like leg twisting bad bitch like it's one right. of the two so you only get the very extreme versions of like Elvis mania or like Elvis about right. to die right um, and you miss all that, like, selling out every single show ever, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no Elvis movie ever lost money. They might be trash, but they never lost money. They never bombed, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, and go, kind of going off of that, I would love to see that in a documentary. Like, I would love to see those, those right. the, the 70s years or, like, the years of, like, Vegas when he came back in such power and, like, I would love to see that kind of stuff without yeah, more, it being uh, more. That's the way it is. Elvis on tour region stuff. Yeah, I feel like they always either end. Honestly, I don't even think that they. I don't think I've ever seen a bio a biopic that's gone to Aloha. Have you? No. Yeah. So I like they all. No. They end at sixty eight, and I'm like, okay, I think- like. I, 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 I was gonna say I understand like because that's like his his resurgence like his 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 comeback like obviously so yeah, it's exactly. kind of after that it's like self-explanatory he did tours for years I think Aloha is such a timestamp that everyone misses yeah I think as soon as I mean in the eyes of like documentary makers obviously you want that love story you want that Priscilla moment yeah the divorce and then it seems to just be like he divorced and then he got depressed fell apart the divorce. it's like right. there were so many years in the middle of mm-hmm. like i've never seen anyone depict linda thompson i've never seen an actress playing ginger i've never seen that personally at least done well or like done well two seconds you know what i mean yeah there there's this really awful um like an elvis and me moment but it's elvis and linda and it's so bad it is so bad it is terrible it's actually i had to turn it off like i couldn't even finish it It it. i think the only girls they seem to cast are priscilla and like and margaret usually i've seen a lot of and margaret depictions because she was like she broke them up you know i mean yeah (laughs) i think that's she ended it definitely i think that's like a an EPE or like almost like maybe even a Priscilla barrier because she is very open. Yeah. She's very open about how Anne Margaret fits into her story. And after after Priscilla's out of (laughs) girl, literally, but like after Priscilla's out of the picture, like you said, they just, it's like, Oh, Elvis was sad and like nothing else really mattered. And he died a few years later. So like it kind of, they don't, you can't, yeah, you can't, you're not allowed to, like, there's nobody after, after one I've never seen 73. anyone play June. I've never seen anyone play. Oh, gosh, like, that'd be everything. Early love interest. I love, can I just say, Twilight of Memory is my absolute favorite Elvis book. I've probably read it three times. So good. Like, so good. If you're looking for, like, an Elvis book Elvis written by, book. yeah, it, written by one of the women, that's the best one. I have to commend her as well, because 
you read it and you can just tell it's so sincere like there's no bullshit in there it's not like it, it's not too extravagant where you're like this can't be true and it doesn't romanticize it either it's like no we oh, thought yeah. we did this he was cheating on me but it's still a beautiful like love story and like shows that she loved elvis and elvis loved her you know what i mean and yes I she, love yes her for that. definitely she definitely like she talks about Elf- i mean everybody talks about oh everybody talks about elvis's issues which that's fine because his issues definitely impacted your life yeah, and that's your story the relationship right but the way that june talks about it she talks about it in a way where it's like she puts it into perspective because elvis's life was changing so fast so rapidly and he was like fame was like a thing now and he was like figuring out himself he was growing up at the same time they were growing mm-hmm. up together and she puts yeah. that all into perspective and not just like well this started like seeing other women all blah 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 but like she tied in like how hollywood affected she him really and, like, understands him and that's it comes across yeah so well and i think definitely not to say i think a lot of people sort of either do understand him but can't put it across very well i just think her writing mm-hmm. ability or whoever co-wrote it with her was like really good at getting it across sort of thing um yeah i, think I agree a lot of the time a lot of the time some of the women's books are made out to be sort of a diary entry type thing where they're still living in that naivete of like well i was mad and like yeah this happened and i was pissed which is nice because you get the pov you know what i mean but they also i feel like june more understands that like this is a retrospective i'm retelling i'm not in the moment now i've i've had this experience a long time ago i've had time to think about it and understand elvis and you know like i'm still bitter about this happening sort of thing absolutely but it reads as like it's happening then and there it's so detailed but not too not too detailed where it's like okay this can't be true you know what i mean it's not like absolutely it's like some of the women just completely clearly make stuff up and not just the women the guys as well yeah (laughs) girl literally i feel bad sometimes like talking about like books and like telling that i don't like them because i'm like well what if what if people get mad honestly everybody's allowed to have their opinions so i'm just gonna state mine okay i'm nothing against like the women or like whatever there's just i didn't particularly care for the book and like how it was written but the books i do not like are linda thompson's because of the reason that she lives like you were saying very much in that past moment and like she hasn't thought about it outside of the anger that she was feeling in that moment and she it, it reads as though she's still literally in the situation that she was in and like didn't understand anything in retrospective and so that's one book that i did not like at all and then the other book that you were saying how people write it so like a romance novel like everything is like yeah like a story i I looked into his blue eyes literally it's like a romance novel joyce bova's book (laughs) it was like a wattpad joyce bova her book was just way too specific, way too detailed in some parts, and just way too, yeah. like, sensationalized to the point where I'm like, there is no way unless you went home every single night and wrote down every single thing that happened that day in your diary. Like, I can believe that a lot of these women had a diary and they can remember some conversations and things like that. That seems yeah. reasonable, at, like, because in the 50s and 60s, what else are you doing? You're not texting about it. Like, girl, right, you're probably right. going home and be like, dear diary, me and Elvis did it. Like, of course, that makes sense. But the right. um, the <laughs> unbelievable amount of, like, and I looked at his fifth baby toe and I said, you girl, <laughs> literally know what to think sometimes. And it's like, I can barely remember. Like, if you asked me to write a book about someone I knew once, right? Yeah. It would be like, I'm going to really have to rack my brain to come up with a novel worth of dialogue. Yeah. I the dialogue sometimes. I'm like, there's no way you remember this combo word for word. Like, exactly. And that's how I feel about Joyce's book. Like, she, there's just, like, there's pages of just, di- like, it's like a script. script. Like, there's pages of dialogue. One book that I don't feel that way about, though, is if you've ever read Anita's book, or even Dixie's book. There's like almost no right. dialogue. There's almost no dialogue, and it's just like her like thinking them thinking back on like Reminiscing. past stories. Yes, exactly. And the, those books I really enjoy because I'm like, yeah. it's like listening to your grandma tell you a story, and it's Anecdote. not so hard. Yes, not so hard to believe or not so far fetched. I prefer those as well. When I mean, I don't think 
necessarily you should wait until you're like an old woman all the time but Mm. I think it helps to sort of have the same a different perspective than when it took place like if you're just giving me like anger and bitterness and like right all these heft of emotions it reads as juvenile but not in the way that you want you know what I mean it reads Mm -hmm. as like we're still in love and a lot of the women maintain that like we would have got back together if he had lived and like certain things like that and I think it's just very I'm selling a book rather than I want to tell the tea yes yeah yeah I definitely agree and I I do wish although I know it's not like possible in every situation but I do wish before people would make a book like I'm using Linda's as an example just because she talks about Elvis's drug use a lot in her book but I do wish that she did take that time like you were saying to reflect on what really like June did like what were the what were the factors that went into this behavior or what like start asking that question like not to get deep about it, but because that's a topic for another day. But like, oh, yeah, he was taking like prescription medication. Yes. Right. He, yes. He was telling me that he needed it. He needed it to survive. But why did he feel that way? Why was he saying that? Why asking yeah. yourself why? And and I think yeah. just asking those questions, even if you don't know the answer to them, but asking them shows that you have matured out of that situation. You're now thinking about it like you're not that same kid who was being hurt by his destructive behavior. Like you're now thinking about why was he like that? Why was he doing that? Yeah. And I understand like, girl, you can't expect the world from these women and these people who write books about it. Of course, like you're not going to get everything right. You're not going to get everything perfect. But I think that's the beauty of June's book. She knows nothing in it's perfect. It's the truth. Right. She's not trying too hard, you know what I mean? And that's what I right. find in a lot of, not just the women's, in a lot of Elvis books, they're trying so hard to, like you said, sensationalise, either victimise themselves, villainize certain people, even if it's not exactly the colonel. Like, they're pushing a narrative constantly. And it's like, okay, if that was your perspective at the time, and it still is now, that's fair enough. Like, June, she doesn't like the colonel, understandably, because she took... Elvis's time he took he took Elvis's time right when she could have been spending time with him you know what I mean correct she yeah so reflects on the fact that Elvis didn't like him either and she talks about other people's opinion on him she's not just like he's a bitch period like she tells right. the truth and I think what's nice about her she's very honest even in places where it might make her look bad herself I think a lot of the women shy away yes and, I'm sorry oh, shy yes. away from like I was flawed too. Right. They don't, like they try to Girl. put themselves on a pedestal or put even Elvis on a pedestal in the situation. And it's like, June doesn't do that. I keep referring to June just because her book is my favorite. I am biased. Right. Like, yeah. Um, she doesn't put herself on a pedestal. She says, no, I had problems too. Me and my friends were going through a lot of shit. I had mommy issues. I had daddy issues. I had like, not, these aren't word for word, but she talks about herself in a way that like, makes her seem flawed and that to me is more relatable and more likable than someone who's like well I was perfect so it's not my fault right or like just talking about how every single thing affected them how this made me feel how this made me feel but never like I mean like it's not they don't show care or understanding for him exactly and they just talk about like it's very show not tell or tell not show Show not tell. There's a rule yeah. of thumb where you you show your care for Elvis, but a lot of people just say, I loved him, but this I hated about him, this I don't like, this was annoying, this made me angry. Yes. It's like, yeah. But you never show through actions, obviously through the book, you never describe an instance where this was a loving relationship, this was like I cared, I understood. Correct. I did this. Even some of his friends, not just the women, I don't mean to call them out specifically, but I do enjoy yeah. the women's books. I tend to enjoy the women's books better sometimes, so I just refer to them probably more so. Yeah. Um I think sometimes it's better to say there was this issue, however we got through it in this way type of thing or like right admitting that actually I couldn't get through this I had to walk away because that's caring that's better than like like again calling out Linda I can't help it but she's Sorry. like I nothing stayed. against her I stayed through all yes of this it's like, that doesn't make you a hero that makes you 
like I don't know what it makes you. It doesn't make you my hero. It doesn't put you on a pedestal to it, me anyway. I think also, the execution is just bad. Yeah, and I also don't believe that by them saying I stayed even though and I and I was by his side and blah blah blah. I don't think that that means you loved him. Like I don't think that that proves Literally. your love for him that you're saying he did this and like, like you were saying like listing all these really awful things and just like making it seem to be like he is this just awful person and every story you tell every story is negative and then you close that story by saying but even though I was confused and hurt I still stayed like that yeah. to me that that isn't love to me that's it's not like, showing love yeah, you're it's enabling like and I know Elvis is in control of his life and I would never blame anyone in his life for his no. own shit I think no. that's ridiculous and I would exactly. never but I also would never say oh, this person could have saved him. This person could have no. done this. It's no one's responsibility. So cut the women some slack, I do think. But also yes. don't expect a lot from the books you read, to be honest. There's yeah. a nice rare occasion yeah. where the books are full of great stories. And I think they're still useful. Even even though I don't love Linda's book, for example, I think it's still useful. I still refer to it a lot. Definitely. Yeah, there's something I I say read every Elvis book, read every single one that you can. Yeah. I know I've in the past I've said like that I avoid, it, that, avoid that. Yeah. Avoid it. Yeah, maybe definitely there are books that you do not believe. There are books that are trash. There are books that are <laughs> belong in the dump. Like they, I will tell you right now. I can name you five books off the top of my head that belong literally in the landfill, but I would tell you to read them anyways, because there's something to be learned about, not only about Elvis, maybe it's not about Elvis, but maybe it's about, exactly, as about the person writing it and about credibility and about who to believe and who to not believe and personalities. What's their motive? motive. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, read everything that you can, especially yeah. if you're somebody who just wants to learn. Like, read everything. Yeah. I don't. I don't think any source is like completely useless. Again, like, no. even if you think this is uncredible, like this sounds crazy. Like, obviously, use your judgment in places where you can. But I would just say, yeah, sink your teeth into it, enjoy it, get what you can, and like, if you don't know what to believe, then just don't go around spreading it as if it's true. Right. I think that's a huge big deal. Not to like. Again, this is getting real right now, but I just have to say it was a big problem for me specifically within the community. I had to like sort of back away from a lot of certain people or groups um, in the community that spread certain pieces of information as if they were gospel. And Mm -hmm. I just think, can we just not suspend our belief for five minutes and actually analyze this right now? There is no way you believe that this is wholeheartedly true. For some of it, it's so outlandish, such rumours, such, like, bollocks. Sorry. Um, no, literally. I'm like, people spread this like it's true. And if, if you do believe something is true, that's perfectly fine. But to use it as if it's a fact, rather than saying, disclaimer, this is from this person, or even sometimes not to credit your source and to hide it away from other people, I think it's just, ooh, like, as a researcher, why are you gatekeeping information no. but then also giving people oh this is true but I won't tell you who it's from so like how do I know it's true then if it's like where did you get it from a weird yes. website like I think a lot of the time it's like huh like no literally everything you read do your own research a exactly. lot of the time because it, it scares me no literally and i do want to share a quote really quick i just pulled it up but it's from it's from the book destined to die young which i stand by very very strongly but it is my fave and um sally hodell says this which is it ties so closely to what maggie's saying she says the truth is elusive in the elvis world hunting for it is both fascinating and frustrating so many people who are privileged enough to be in elvis's world for days or decades have inflated their stories or even blatantly lied about the man to further their own importance within history many untruths have been accepted as fact and many myths have come to represent the image of elvis in mainstream america so uh, end quote girl i think that's a great quote it's so good because you, me and Maggie see it daily, and I'm sure a lot of other people do too, but people will literally come onto this app, girl, and they will be like, <laughs> what you're saying right now cannot be true because Red West said this in 1972, 
period. And I'm like, you cannot go, you cannot go by the uh, literal opinion. Opinion is not fact. Opinion by one man or two men or whoever from the mafia that you love and say and discredit something, logic, reason, research based off of that. I also think that you cannot base one piece of, first of all, out of context quote on discounting other people's views on Elvis every time. Like, girl, right. certain quotes you can apply to certain situations if it makes sense to in that context. Like, if I said to you right now, Elvis didn't dye his hair. It's like, girl, we all know he did. That is a fact. Like, that is just tea. Elvis dyed his hair, right? Right. We yeah. know that. That is like, period certain dates like we know when he met this person we know when he did this and that that's like undisputed anyways but then some things it's like oh so if i said right now elvis um didn't like to eat fish it's like okay how do you know how do you know irrelevant how do you know yeah it's like and girl this is just a random example i don't even know what elvis likes to eat fish i don't know yeah yeah yeah. like elvis's favorite color that's such a big People make such a big deal about Elvis' favourite colour sometimes. I've seen it on my six years on this app. I have seen yeah. it. Some people are like, it was pink because he told June one eco it was pink. It's like, some people are like, it was black because Linda Thompson said, oh, Linda Thompson wore purple to his funeral, so I know it was purple. It's like, girl, Elvis was out here saying random shit all the time. Like, you don't, like, you can't. And it's exactly. not just the colour thing. It's a lot of other things as well. You can't use one quote from one person to define Elvis' entire you know belief system yes because it's just it was ever changing ever evolving you're telling me what elvis said in 1978 is also true for him in 1956 like you cannot apply out of context shit that someone else is saying he said this right. to me so this has to be true there's so much contradiction in what elvis himself was saying in interviews he always says stuff that isn't we know isn't true right like, yeah right to protect himself for whatever reason he wasn't always transparent if you will right and i think it makes perfect sense not to be like that's absolutely fine thing to do i think that's justified in the world he was living in of like you know media people that makes sense to me but like you cannot take something elvis said as gospel or someone someone else said he said as gospel because Mm -hmm. everyone if you said to me mary last week you told me you didn't like harem scarum so forever i'm gonna say you don't like it that's your least favorite thing it's like what about next week when she does like it you know right exactly yeah you're you're basing it on something you heard once a million years ago from someone who knew him for five minutes right exactly and i think another example is a little bit of a deeper example and we don't have to get that much into it but i'm just gonna take a sip of my drink if you can hear it i'm really sorry but i'm thirsty yummy wait what are we drinking water no coca-cola i would never drink water i know i immediately (laughs) retracted that i was like maggie does not drink water that's so funny okay sorry um anyways no but um (laughs) the the drug situation and we don't have to get that deep into it but people will literally say like elvis took drugs because of xyz this is why elvis took drugs and i know that this is why elvis took drugs because red west who spent fair spent years with him knew like him this well and 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 he said that elvis went through this and took drugs because of this and whatever but the thing is is that you cannot like you cannot believe what anybody said about elvis and drugs and why he took drugs or blah 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 because they Girl, there is no way that they could have known why Elvis was taking drugs because Elvis didn't even know why he so badly depended on drugs. So you cannot come out here and tell me that whoever, I don't care, whoever said. They're an expert on Elvis's sleep schedule. Like, who cares? Literally, well, Elvis, they were with Elvis 24-7, so they would have known. Girl, Elvis didn't even know. So you cannot tell me. You cannot tell me that some member of the mafia said this, and therefore yeah. that is why Elvis Presley took drugs. That is, I mean, not another example. It's not more lighthearted, more lighthearted. Some people argue like, who was Elvis's favorite girlfriend? And it's like, well, it was this person because Vernon liked them the most. It was this because Gladys said. It's like, girl, how dare you? First of all, 
talk about his addictions like it's a game talk about his girlfriends like you're comparing them like yeah yeah out right now like it's crazy you cannot tell me there's a clear answer to any of this it's fun to ponder it i understand it's fun to like definitely but unless you are a researcher with everyone's opinion in one part and all the facts in one part you can't compile like Sally Hodel, for example, I would say she had she has a better grip, a perspective on Elvis's health because she has hindsight. She has research. Someone who knew Elvis, like Priscilla, for example, just a random example, mm-hmm. might not have known that because she wasn't out here researching, Googling Elvis girl. She knew him. It's a different type of source material. It's a different type of relationship. Yeah, Sally Hodel is right. going to have that perspective of like, I knew Elvis, so I knew this happened. I He said this to me. Obviously not. Right. But someone like But there Nicola are things. Is never going to have the perspective, or Red West is never going to have the same perspective Ooh, as Sally, because right. he's not out right. here Googling it, making it his life's work, publishing a book with facts, evidence. Exactly. Receipts, you know, gene- right. genealogy, fucking science. Like Right. Yeah, and that was, like, my point, too, is that, like, there are things, even though, like, I yeah, I understand that you spent 24-7 whatever with Elvis and that you were there with him all the time and you slept when he slept and you were awake when he was awake. But like, there are things, there are so many things that you couldn't have known, even though you spent all that time with him. There are things in 1971 or whenever that you didn't know that we now know in 2022, just like they didn't understand back in the day that smoking was bad for you until whenever, like it's the same thing. Things, things evolve and definitely health stuff evolves and also, kind of off of what you were just saying, I yeah. also hate it when people, like, people talk for Elvis. And they're like, this is how Elvis felt about this topic. And or how it's he kind would of, feel about this topic. Or, yes, when it's a modern yes. day topic and people debate what Elvis would have thought, why? Why? Yeah. And that happens so often. Like, people will be like, oh, he definitely thought this or he definitely would have thought this or wouldn't have done this people think yeah, you were not him you know, yeah certain people who think they are the authority authority if they don't know it no one else knows it. nobody knows know it. it right like it's wild i have been not in arguments because i don't argue i have been screamed yeah. at virtually at people who think they know shit and who have also been discounted by people who knew Elvis themselves. That is what's wild. When That's how you know. When you little post and someone who knew Elvis replies to it and says, this isn't true, you know yeah. you fucked up, baby. Like, exactly. Yeah, you're not the end-all, be-all. And they're thinking you're above it. Thinking you're yeah. above it because you read a couple books. Or, oh, Girl, yeah. No, literally. <laughs> Because we've all read books, we've all talked with people, we've all done all yeah. of that. But at the end of the day, girl, we were not there, and we were not, most importantly, him. And either were the members right. of the mafia, and either were his girlfriends. Nobody was inside of his head to know what was well, really was. going on. <laughs> girl, literally. But I could tell you right now, like, Maggie could be like, Mary, what's wrong? You seem upset. And I could be like... Oh, I just had like a hard day at school. Like I just, my teacher said something to me, just didn't sit right. And that could have literally not been what I was thinking because I was too embarrassed or too ashamed or whatever right, to tell exactly. you the truth. You think Elvis was out here being truthful? Girl, he's no. A he's a human being. He's capable of lying. He's capable of covering up. We know that. We know that through interviews. We know his he ego. A lot of crap. Yeah, exactly. He was all about being this image to represent this icon like he yeah he that. never he never wanted to be seen as weak or lesser than or yeah. like Whether you know he believed it or not didn't matter it was about right. presenting as not invincible is not the word but presenting as like this person who everyone looked up to everyone wanted to see him succeed and be successful like be successful girl right <laughs> you know yeah I mean? no it's literally like, yeah and another thing I was going to say, I was going to say something very interesting. Just pretend I said it. Okay. Wait, wait, we popped off. We were scared that we weren't going to have anything to talk about, but here we are. I think we should just record another one right now. Do you want to? It's 11.30 my time. We should get another one in the bank right now. We could just do another one. 
Okay, period. Oh no, I'm down. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm down because if we can, say. if we can, if we could pre-film, I would love to like for you guys get out maybe an episode a month. I think that would be that would be cool. I mean, that'd be great. When we're in the mood, that would be we could do two right now. That's one for January, one for February, and then we could just keep doing it like that and not worry. Us yeah. talking openly about our schedule, we're so grateful, Come guys. I'm. I feel like at the beginning of this, we were all like. We were very much like, let's cut this out, let's cut this out, this timestamp, and then like, right. we have to have this professionalness. And I honestly, I love it I'm being like, that. I love it being like our old lives. Like we're just having a conversation, unscripted convo. It's just like the lives, and yeah, yes. it might be a bit more like we're actually talking about stuff rather than our lives were a bit of banter. But I think we can still do both. I think the yeah. next one, I have some stuff to say and it's not okay, it's not yeah. deep i feel like a lot of the time we try and we don't try and get deep but it ends up going deep anyways because that's yes. the nature of when you're involved in a topic you you do end up going deep but i think i hope this has been enjoyable and lighthearted in places yeah. and you could relate i think a lot of the time we do repeat ourselves but um i think that's okay <laughs> yeah and i think and the, the more yeah. we do it consistently the more we'll be talking about varied things rather than like every episode seeming the same maybe to me not every episode seeming the same but like we sort of get into the same flow of things so it ends up sounding similar but i think that's kind of what it's about yeah true and honestly you guys haven't heard a podcast from us in i think like a little under a year or a little over a year i'm not really sure it's been a while it's been a while it's been a while and so i feel like this stuff like we haven't just said any of this stuff so i think it's coming into practice again with it yeah yeah so i feel like even though we might have said it before we haven't said it for like a year so it's still fresh and new i still really want to do um I mean, not tonight, but I think we could really get away with doing something like we watch Viva Las Vegas and we just do a commentary. You can't hear yeah. Viva Las Vegas, but if you at home press play of Viva Las Vegas at the same time as us, I think that'd be hilarious because it would be like we're all watching it together. I think we could still do yeah. not specifically Viva Las Vegas, but I think that would be a really funny one to do. Cause like a commentary. Just, like, because obviously if we played the movie, we would get copywritten. Right. Um, And we don't just want to do that, but it would just be like, a, a chill podcast we could get into little conversations but we could dip in and out of the film and if you guys just we say press play on it now and we just start watching i think that'd be fun to do and try that and if it's unsuccessful yeah. it it's unsuccessful but i also think it'd be really funny yeah i'm down i remember i was literally thinking about that today as we were getting set up for this one because i remembered that was kind yeah. of our last our last the idea film, that we had the film club vibe yes i think that'd be a lot of fun to do just as a chill one I agree. I'm about to burp. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of ideas in the pipeline. I think I'm. Let's not list them or disclose them now. But like, there's yeah. there's a lot of stuff to come. I think if we yeah can keep this up, and I hope that we can. I think we can. Yeah, I've also got two. One oh, I've got two very special guests in the works to come yeah. on and talk as well. So. I'm excited about hopefully having some more because I know we had a tour and we had John, but we didn't do anything after that. So I set up a couple really exciting ones and I'm I'm yeah. excited to have them on. I'm excited just to be a listener for those two because I like when someone interesting has something to say. I know, like something different from what we've yeah. been saying. I think I like our ones because it's just chill and it's like a sleepover vibe because we're just talking shit about certain topics. And I, yeah. I like it now we can be real. Obviously we're not we're not gonna name names and things, but I think a lot has happened where we can just look back and laugh at it kind of thing. We're not in the heat of the moment with a lot of it anymore. Yes, I agree. You know? Yeah. And I like that about our stuff too, because we've always been like that. Even on the lives and stuff, like we've never been like, oh, we can't say that. Like I just like how Right. I'm just gonna say whatever now. Yeah, and everyone's allowed to have an opinion. Everyone's allowed obviously be kind, respect each other, love each other, but yeah. we didn't say anything that was rude or pointed at anybody. So I just think being real no, is literally. like our brand. Like we just we come to talk about <laughs> topics that we wanna talk about. We should start an Elvis drama account. I'm sure. What? Girl, please. We just post everybody's username. Absolutely love. If I was a different type of person, I would definitely be on here naming names, spilling beans. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 
<laughs> some people literally will do that and it's scary i mean that was a lot of people not in the elvis community but that's a lot of people's like career made from that like on like yeah used to do that like expose like i would love to yeah exposing but, spilling the tea I'm, I'm not the one obviously it's not gonna happen because i'm i have morals yeah yeah but and honestly who literally cares about them like we're here for elvis that's period but i am about to say can someone do it can someone just <laughs> i'm just joking we I all know we have something I'm, to say i literally am joking because whenever there is something like that it makes me physically feel sick like i think oh I want definitely something to happen like drama and then when it happens i'm like no like, if I you want the drama if you want the drama, you can go on Facebook and have a peruse around there because that's just go with Mary comments on her YouTube videos because there's drama also there. there, also there. Although I do delete most of them, I do have some funny ones some that of them I left. Are good. When when they're actually saying something kind of critical that's interesting but still wrong, <laughs> like I think it's when funny. they just but when yeah, they're just when they like actually me. being rude as shit, like ugly, like okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, those ones I honestly they never affect me. It's the ones where they're like, you're too young to know anything, or like you, all you do so is make up excuses. Wild. Yeah, people are just they. Most of the ones I just discredit because right. they are stupid. But anyway, should we do the outro? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I'm so excited to do it for the first time in 17 years. No, literally. <laughs> okay, ready? No. Yeah. Oh. Okay, period. Um, okay, here we go. How does it go, girl? I Until don't know. Again. Period. I got it. I got it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Until we meet again. May God bless you. Adios. Adios.